Patrick, did you know that you don't have to go to the post office to get stamps? No way. Yeah. Tell I me mean, more. I've been hearing about this on every podcast that exists pretty much. Um, well, to be clear, we're not sponsored by stamps.com. But if we were... Yet. We don't, we don't have that sweet USPS money quite yet. Uh, but the reason you go to the post office and get... Who goes to the post office and gets stamps at all anyway these days? Do I you? do it once a year. I do like one awkward trip to the post office I a mean, year. you could even get stamps at like the grocery store. Did you know that? No, I did not know That's that. That's a thing. For real? Next, yes. Well, the post office is closer than the grocery yeah. store for us. But the so point like... here really is that you don't need to use stamps. Uh, the idea with a stamp is, you know, you put it on mail and you want to share something, you send it out. I guess yeah. people still do that. You lick it and you send it. Exactly. You know what you don't have to lick and send? What? A Facebook share. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Playing the long let me game. Just, let me just get to the point here. We are. We feel really fortunate to have a growing audience. We hear from you, and uh, we're just really thankful for you to be listening to this. And even to have listened to anything beyond the first five seconds of this episode is, is huge for us. Yeah. And if you're enjoying this as a fellow parent, uh, think about sharing it. You know, you don't have to go to the post office. You don't have to put, you don't have to order stamps.com. Uh, but you if, can you if you do, if you are looking for stamps, stamps.com yeah. is a great solution. It, it probably is. But it's one click. Just you know, share this with your friends. <laughs> the, the the idea is that this is a show that we're making for people, you know, for all people, but specifically targeted to people kind of in similar situations to us. And a lot of the people listening to this are, you know, <laughs> in that situation and have friends in that situation as yeah. well. Yeah, especially new parents. You know, uh, we especially want this to be maybe help break down some of the things that you will likely encounter as parents. And so, you know, if and you then know give some... you bad advice about it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. It's, it's pretty much the how not to do things right. of parenting. So you'll know what to steer clear of. So if you know some parents you want to share it with, uh, go ahead and do that. You can share our Facebook page. You can go to justwingitpodcast.com if you'd prefer that way. And uh, yeah, we appreciate the support. Totally. And while we're at it, if you wouldn't mind liking, uh, rather, uh, rating on uh, on your podcatcher of choice, the show. That'd be, now we're that'd asking be awesome for a lot. Too. Yeah, that's, this is, I know, I'm much. pushing the envelope. I know. Just I go know. to stamps.com. Yeah, just go to stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to Just Winging It. What up? I'm John Abdullah. I'm Patrick Green, I think. I think you still are. I, th- I don't know. I didn't check this morning. I love, Patrick's wearing a NASA um, button-down <laughs> shirt today. Do you want to describe it a bit? Yeah, so this shirt is from Target, Target. <laughs> And uh, it has just, it's, it's basically from far away, it looks like kind Target of a nice ad. summery textile. Yeah, uh-huh. Target.com, where the stamps come from. Yeah. Um, it looks just sort of like, it's like a nice little, like, you know, Oxford kind of dress shirt. And then you get closer to it, and it's basically just the NASA logo over and over again with space people floating around. It's, it's awesome. I love this shirt. Yeah. yeah. And I got a concert tonight, so this is my this is my semi-dress summer shirt. Is it your shirt, go-to is, concert shirt? Well, I mean, I got it like three days ago, but it's okay. going to be. And also, you know, it's like 50 degrees out right now, so I'm trying to like force summer with yeah, this like untucked dress weird look you know definitely how you it's been really weird uh, i've been cold yeah today is I'll a little cold that. yeah <laughs> no but i've been good i got back from the indy 500 last week that was well, a I've, crazy wow. people watching experience i do, bet how much do you know about the indy 500 i know like nothing i know okay. my experience with um car racing i mean there's like nascar right and then this formula 51 is that what they're called <laughs> 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 no, no, it's Formula One. Formula Area, One. Area yeah. 51. Area, yeah, okay, so, very so different. there you go. That's what I know about car racing. Yeah. <laughs> How many wheels are on a car, do you know? I think there's eight. In general, yeah. yeah that's, that's about right. 18? Yeah, we'll, we'll say it's 18-wheeler. Okay. It's just semi-trucks. Yeah, exactly. actually, there actually is semi-truck racing, Is that a way. thing? It's huge in, in Spain for some in reason. In Spain? Yeah, I don't know why. I would never there's guess these that. Gifted, never these, like, in my life. prodigiously gifted drivers who just drive semi-trucks If anything, I would think 18-wheeler truck driving, racing, would be a popular thing in the U.S., not in Spain. Right, well, yeah, with just diesel belching out yeah. everywhere and <laughs> people, like, jumping off like Mad Max or some shit. That's amazing. I know, it's weird. So um, how was the Indy 500? 
It was great. It was the hottest experience. It was the hottest experience. <laughs> yeah, of my which life. way do you mean that? No, it was. It was. I mean, it was unbelievably hot. So the race has been happening for 102 years, and in the entire history, this was the hottest by like quite some margin. Really, it was insane, and we were completely. Does uncovered. it get much hotter in the arena just because of what's going on there too? Well, and the fact that it's well, all it's like tar, yeah, yeah, and um, black tar, right, or whatever. Yeah, know, I'm getting, we're getting. <laughs> yeah, there, it's, I, I, it's just balsa wood, actually. <laughs> I guess I might have something to do with it. I mean, there's a lot of things to reflect off of. Like, there's the there's the actual asphalt surface of the track, and then there's That's the grandstands, the which are metal. Yep. Um, but the reality is it was basically 100 degrees. Ugh. Terrible humidity. And we were completely uncovered in the sun. And you were with the kids. Sitting on a metal seat. No, no, no. I just went with some Formula One friends, actually. Oh, yes. Although it's okay. a different racing series, and it's also not Formula Area 51. <laughs> But this is IndyCar. <laughs> but it was my first IndyCar race, which yeah, is exciting. Yeah, yeah. And as an Amer- it's kind of our, our, an American racing series. Of and, course. You know, most of the Formula One things that we do you know, are in Europe. Yeah. Except for uh, one race, which I will tell you about on today's episode. Spoiler. Uh. Um, but it was, a, it was a crazy experience. There are 400,000 people there. It's one of the largest. Four hundred thousand. It's the largest sporting event in the world, and it's one of the largest single wow. assemblages. I mean, of I knew humanity. it was a big deal, but I didn't realize. Wait a minute! It's, it's the crazy. largest assemblage of humanity. No, did it's, you just it's make one, that up. It's one. It's one. Okay, of, so you did just make it's, that. Up, it's yeah. not. It's not like Mecca level. It's but not it's like, like Pope not, level. It's not like not Mecca yeah. level. It's probably it's not probably not. past Pope level. It's crazy. <laughs> the amount of people with the Pope mobile. Maybe if they got the Pope, you know, to drive around, push it over the edge. That would push it over the edge. Very fast Pope mobile. But no, that's the thing. It would only be going like eight miles an hour, but everyone else would be speeding by. Speed, yeah. Like yeah. that. He'd just be blessing them the whole time. <laughs> um, yeah, it was crazy. 230 miles per hour, too. It's absolutely insane. Seriously? But the, the mix of people was what really got It to must me. be fascinating. Because when you go to a Formula One race mm-hmm. or you go to like a local race, you know, you see kind of like one subset, you know, one or two subsets of people. But this, because it was so huge yeah. and because there are so many people who just go there because it's like an American cultural experience at this right. point. And, and they don't Memorial necessarily Day care weekend. as much about the car racing. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. there's concerts happening and there's all these things. So you had everybody from like... You know, Kelly Clarkson and Chris Hemsworth were there. Yeah, yeah. Down to, like, you know, very uh, down and out sort of Americans from the heartland who, you know, show up not looking their best, you know. Yeah. Fighting with each There's a lot of, there are a lot of fisticuffs breaking out. And, really? Amongst that I contingent. I guess anytime you bring 400,000 people together. Stuff's I mean, going to happen. There's yeah. probably a baby born there, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, w- I was actually thinking about that. I was like, I wonder how many people will die during this. Event. Oh, because you know it's got to happen, right? Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, this, there's like in a city of four hundred thousand people, somebody's going to die. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and add to that the fact that it was basically just baking in the sun. Ugh, people that's drinking. Right. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So I don't know how many people. So did died you enjoy there, this but... event? I did. I, I, I <laughs> you also didn't survived die, it. So that's good. Yeah. No, but it was it was crazy. And one of my friends that I went with was from Scotland, uh-huh. and uh, so for him it was like so eye opening. Just um, you know, was he shocked? Does he never want to come back? No, he lo- he loves oh, okay. <laughs> it. Oh, oh, he like is a big NASCAR fan. What I up, meant, what up, I Sam? Meant U.S. You know, shocked by U.S. No, it's uh, like a sixth time coming here. Population. Okay. He loves California good. in particular, but uh, it was it was definitely an interesting uh, an interesting event. It sounds interesting. Yeah. I have a car story too. Go, let me it's hear a it. A little different actually, but it's on our uh, theme here. It's we should have like a turkey trot section of our episode now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Is that what they sound like? Uh, they're more like. <laughs> That's yeah. a chicken, Patrick. That's a chicken. No, they're, they're they do more of the gobble gobble, oh, and they really okay. do gobble. They do. Oh, absolutely. I know this very much right now. But because... there's the noise in the trees. That's that's separate. When they, when they're just doing the like. Well, here's the thing. It's it's mating season. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, I might be making this up. I don't actually research stuff like you do, um, but I can tell you from firsthand ex- uh, accounting that there's a lot of uh, showing off the the male. Mm. Turkeys are walking around, puffing out their chests. Yeah, and the, their, looking um, real good. What's the, their tails getting? You know, extended out. What the hell is that called? A boner. 
Uh, sure, a boner, a turkey boner. <laughs> so they're all turkey walking around boner. my my uh, my yard with turkey boners, and it's a lot of fun to just you know watch them all walking around. But it also can be, as we've talked about in this show, a bit dangerous. Oh yeah, genuinely. And so there was a day in particular where they were like all over the place, and um, Bethany was had to work that weekend, and so she's leaving. She she left, and like maybe two minutes after, I get a call from her. And she said, she, she's calling me from in her car at the bottom of the driveway, and she couldn't escape. Oh, my God. She's, like, got in a, situ- a, a chicken, I guess a turkey situation, playing turkey Ooh. with a turkey, and the thing would not budge. And Is I that s- where that comes from, playing turkey? Oh, I have no idea. What do you, I know, I just sense. made that up. Isn't it playing chicken? Oh, it is playing chicken. Well, there's something, oh, you know, cold turkey. I was just trying to go with a dad pun there. Yeah, well, yeah, and, that works. That yeah, works. yeah, I guess it's You got a barrel fine. full of monkeys. A barrel full, barrel, <laughs> barrel full of fish and you're shooting so them So she barreled full, full of monkeys <laughs> through the turkey. And uh, so I told her to beep the horn and see if that did anything. It didn't. And so, so then the strategy was for me to go out there and try to distract the thing. Um, because it was like, it was in like fighting mode. And th- again, yeah. I think this is part of mating season. It th- saw the car as a threat or something. Mm-hmm. And a so rival it would male. not budge. So her options were to like go and potentially kill this thing, I guess, or maybe it would kill the car. I have no idea. Yeah, it was was pretty big. Yeah, Um, or for you know for some way for us to distract it and get away. So I went out my front door, and I just started clapping. You know, and of course I also was like, oh my god, you were clapping. My chest was all like uh, puffed up too. You know, just like full speed. (laughs) (laughs) And so I just start like clapping or something. Like you know, this turkey's not gonna. And then the turkey turns to me and just like oh locks God. on and starts oh walking God. towards me. The dinosaur's coming. To which I quickly go inside the house and close the door. And because that's all I had to do, I had to just get it coming at <laughs> right, me. Right. And then I ran away. You know what I mean? Turn around. And then she was able to escape. So she got out. But that whole day, man, I'm telling you, you mentioned the dinosaurs. I don't know if you have this thought, but whenever there's like a a rainy kind of gloomy day, I think of Jurassic Park. <laughs> And I think of like when they're in the car, in particular, yeah. if I'm in a car, I think of it. Um, Especially where... if you're in a Ford Explorer. Exactly. From the early oh, 90s. Oh, abs- yeah. And you have night vision goggles. Yes. Which Especially, I typically which... leave See, in the back. At least once a month. Yeah. So we were just looking out our windows, rainy, the turkeys are going around. I'm expecting to see a goat, you know, a goat bone or whatever, just right. fly, a leg of a goat <laughs> fly towards, towards the window. But that whole day they were like circling around and I'm just waiting for them to break in or something. They're so weird. They're so bizarre. They do bizarre. not give a shit about us. Like, no, they, they, I, I they remember really when don't. I was living on Com Ave in Boston yeah. in grad school, we had turkey issues like all the time and, and turkey season, which I think is all year because like, I feel like it's always <laughs> fucking turkey season. It seems to be. And they would hold up trains and traffic. Yeah. Like, they would just be in the they street and then they'd be like, fuck. you know what? I'm going to sit right here, bitch. <laughs> and they would just like camp out like as yeah. a family in the road on a highway uh-huh. in Boston. It's creepy. And like, they, and actually, well, I'll say this for another time, but there was an incident where police had to get called on the Cape. Seriously? Which, yeah, which I'll tell this full story at another point, but literally there was this like turkey who had gone insane <laughs> on the Cape and it was like a gigantic alpha male turkey. Oh, man. And, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll save that one, but. Wow. That's a little teaser for next So time. we've been in our house for three years and the first year it was like really cute to watch them, but I don't know, each year we're getting a little bit more scared of, of the turkeys that are surrounding us. It's the way they sleep. It's the trees. It's just, why do they do that? <laughs> Why did they just camp out in the trees and stare at us at night? I still can't stop thinking about my neighbor who who was at a friend's house and got a turkey through their living room window. Yeah, the turkeys. This is a podcast about turkeys now, I think. I don't know when we gobble, cross gobble. that point. Welcome to Gobble Gobble. Yeah, exactly. The podcast. Well, it is just winging it. I mean, you know. Oh <laughs> All right, we got to move on. Just one hack. 
All right. So today's episode, we're talking about cultivating a sense of adventure yeah. in, in our kids, which is something that we've discussed quite a bit. And it's something that I think people have different opinions on and different approaches to. It's something that I kind of live my life by. You're like the master. I'm so excited to talk to you about this because I feel like I have nothing to add and I just want to learn from you. <laughs> well, that's the you're first like mistake my you're making in today. This area. Well, we'll talk about turkeys. Show too. me how, how the kids have adventure. Well, the, I guess there's something to me about, uh, I, I notice that I remember things more when they're spontaneous, like mm. when they arise organically. Yeah. Maybe that's just because I'm a disorganized piece of shit. I don't know. It's <laughs> that possible. could have something to do with it. But I feel like when the, the experiences that end up meaning a lot to me are usually the ones that I don't really, that they deviate from what I had planned. You know? But when you think about it, that makes so much sense that just in terms of how our brains work. I mean, they pick up on the things that are novel. Right? Yeah, right. You know, so you, when you break away from patterns... Naturally, that's gonna that's what's gonna stick out. It's like yeah. it probably is a survival thing. But. It's like that horrible diaper genie generic yeah. off brand one that we have. It's like <laughs> when you're in the room with it for 20 minutes, if you don't lose consciousness and you're still alert, <laughs> you don't really smell it anymore. And then you come back into it after leaving. And yes, it hits you all over again. Right. It's a little bit. And like, you still haven't got rid of that damn thing. Oh god, the Tommy Tippy. Ugh. Yeah, it, it, I'm not going to let them sponsor us. No, never. Um, we, we've got some integrity here, Patrick. We, do. we, not, we don't just take any sponsors, yeah. okay? <laughs> <laughs> we will take your money if you want to sponsor. We will, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's to, to me, like there, I feel like we get into this pattern, into this rhythm of like, you know, like this is, it's Wednesday, so I got to like do this and this. And, yeah. blah, 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 and it kind of all blends together into this sort of mix. Yeah. But um, I love having a sense of unexpectedness mm. in, in my own life. Yeah. And Micah has the same kind of an approach. And I think we bring it That's out. That's good in that you both have that because if you didn't, yeah. that'd be tough. Oh yeah, yeah that would be, that'd be horrible. <laughs> She's like, "Where are you?" I'm like, right. "I don't know. I'm on a space station." <laughs> um, but the kids also like because the, because they have gotten sort of used to this idea of like, oh, like anything could could happen within yeah. reason. You know what I mean? Right. So we do a lot of like kind of last minute, like, "Hey, let's go to New Hampshire for the weekend. Let's do this, do that." Um, and and you'll just like the day of decide that. Well, we we usually have decided it beforehand, but we won't tell them. You know, like it'll right. be kind okay. of a surprise. We'll yeah, be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I love so you know I work from home on Fridays now, mm-hmm. and I I love the fact that I get to drop Jude and pick him off from uh, pick him up from school. Yeah. Um, and like that's part of it is is it's like you know I'm going to come and there'll be like music playing and then we'll go have like an adventure and do one of a few different things that we can do in like the limited amount of time I can take in right, the middle right. of the workday. But like you know that's like an hour where we can go do something crazy and fun. You know, that's awesome. Um, but I feel like in general, uh, it, like I'm the kind of guy who likes to not take huge vacations, partly because I just can't relax for shit. <laughs> I'm so bad at that. <laughs> but also because it means that I can break up into having smaller, you know, more memorable more spur of the moment just through the year. Yeah. And sure. just to, and go off and like try new things and, and do spontaneous mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, how, well, what's your, what's your approach I mean, to this? I mean, Bethany and I, I would say lean towards the, the planners side of things. And this yeah. is why I wanted to talk to you about it, because it's something that I realize in myself and that I, I don't know, maybe saying thrive is too strong. And I also, I don't plan way far in advance, <clears throat> but I do like to know, you know, certainly like when the vacations are happening, it's something that we plan out and look forward to. And I should be clear that there are, like, for example, we're going to Florida next week, and yeah. that's, like, been on the books. It's not like right. everything not like we do just, is yeah, like, yeah. oh, let's go to Zimbabwe <laughs> tomorrow, you know. But they never like, know what do where they're going after stuff. they come out of daycare, you <laughs> right, know. It's right. like, are we going you're home? either going to a space station or just going home. <laughs> right. Why, why, why did you enroll me in La Cordon Bleu? Like, yeah. <laughs> what is this life that you've given me? Right, so we no, do but plan some things. Totally, totally. I'm hearing you, though, as someone who, you know, you do more of the spur-of-the-moment things, and that's something that I really I appreciate because... Because I think you're right about the fact that there, it's multiple levels. I think it's good to cultivate that, cultivate that in kids because that's life. You know, it's like being spur of the moment and um, taking taking 
I don't know, I guess letting go of some of the control that you think you might have. You know, which we we talked about this in the control episode, right? Like right, we go into right. so much of life thinking we have so much control and we don't. And sometimes problem solving in the absence of control yeah. is a really fun exercise. And Absolutely. To me, to me, that's a big part of it. Like uh-huh. one of my favorite childhood memories, uh, I, I used to go to a lot of races with my dad. For some reason, I bring up racing a lot in this episode because I'm going to get back to it in a second. Yeah. This is actually about racing turkeys and adventure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to go to a lot of like NASCAR races with my dad when I was when I was a very little kid. It was something that we were both into. Yeah. And one of my favorite ones was we went to Delaware um, without wow. a hotel. Wait room. a minute. This is this may well be the very first adventure I've ever heard in my life that takes someone to Delaware. Yeah. Right. I know. It was amazing. It <laughs> I was look forward to hearing about it because yeah. I don't know anything about Delaware. <laughs> it's a mysterious. Nothing state. at all. Yeah. It has a it has a bridge tunnel. At the base of it, which I can tell you about. Oh, right. oh, actually, That's I guess fine. it's in Virginia. Well, you know what? We'll get. We'll See, have they Del- don't even have Delaware that. Delaware doesn't yeah, even don't. have that. But they think about it. Yeah, I bet they do. Um, but like, so we went down to this race, and we couldn't get a hotel room, and and we, so we were kind of scrambling, trying to figure out what to do, and we ended up getting the honeymoon suite of like this Hilton. That was <laughs> the only thing open. So it was like me and my dad, and it's like ridiculous, like heart shaped bedroom. Dad, why are there roses on the bed? <laughs> right, exactly. And it, we were laughing about it like the entire trip. That's so funny. How old were you? I was probably nine or ten. Oh, that it was just like so a, much fun. It was just fun. a great trip, and like, yeah. we were like making fun of the fact that like it had this like jacuzzi bathtub. Yeah, and it was like just so like hokey and like. So I, I kind of love experiences like that. Part of it is just going away too. Yeah, you know, totally. it, it just brings you away zone, from. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like I know you and I both do a lot of international travel, and yeah. when we do. It's really fun to not have a total idea of what's going to happen when you get there. Like, I agree. You know, kind of the bare minimum to be safe. Of and course, to, to yeah. Be okay, have a place to sleep. You know, but then it's like not doing the touristy things and asking locals yeah. what they do. And following, you know, like like sort of off the beaten path guidebooks and trying to find out, you know, how to how to live like a vicarious or not a vicarious, like an actual lived experience. I, you know? I, I, I hear you. I have a harder and harder time with this now, I think, for a few reasons. I feel like we have access to so much information. It's overwhelming yes. to the point where, you know, any kind of vacation now, it's like I trip advisor the F out of it. Yeah, me too. I don't know why I censored myself with that one. Word. <laughs> Maybe it was matching it with TripAdvisor because I want to make sure they can still sponsor it. Uh, TripAdvisor.com, where yeah, the stamps exactly. come from. <laughs> you know, but I mean, I or going out to a restaurant or buying something. Like, I don't do it on a whim anymore. Yeah. I research it all and then figure out, like, I want to do the very best thing there is to do. Mm-hmm. You know, which is like something we fall into that trap of. Um, but it makes and then, sense because you're putting the time and the resources, taking well, the time off does, of work. But it doesn't it then mean that we all have like the same experience. You know, we go yeah. to the pl- same places. We we do the same things there because it's the best rated thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you this as someone who does those things. You know, like I'm realizing it as I talk it through. Um, that it's like the idea of just traveling on your own without a you know without your. I mean, you have your phone, but without using GPS to tell you exactly where to go mm-hmm. and having done all the research. I feel like it's a fading thing. Which it is, is sad. totally because we, we kind of feel like it's I- irresponsible in a way. You mm, know? Yeah, um, and I I do the same thing. I I, I trip advisor everything to get my stamps and also to plan out where <laughs> I'm going to travel. Um, and also, you know, like looking at Yelp and that kind of stuff too. Yeah, but but, yeah. but sometimes it's nice to kind of like put those down. You know. Oh, absolutely. And to try to like get freedom. But that being said, like I'm not going to go to Portland, Maine, and not go to Duck Fat. Like there there are things yeah, I'm going to do in places. Of you know course, what I mean? Yeah. But I'm also going to like. There's a reason those things have risen to the top of the list. You yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. So sometimes this can kind of come back and like bite you in the ass a little bit, but there's something fun about that too because it's like you kind of get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, well, you don't have any option, right? Right. Exactly. You kind of have to like make it work. So, so I hope um, you're going to tell the Montreal story. Yeah. So here's the Montreal story, which which I might have told you about, and if so, just pretend like you're hearing it for the first oh, time. Oh, I just, absolutely just give me, will. Just give me big shock reactions to things. Yep. Yes. Yes. <gasps> Turkey trots. Um, so. As I mentioned in the beginning, we're big Formula One fans, which yes. is a, a, a racing series kind of centered in Europe, but it's global. Now. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I do love Formula One, especially if you're getting stamps. 
And uh, there's a couple of races on our continent that we try to go to those, you know, on, on a pretty much yearly basis. Um, and there's one in Montreal, mm-hmm. which is the closest one to us. And it's also like a great place to track, visit. An amazing city. Food. Really an amazing city. Amazing oh, poutine. Food. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Brought so, to you by Montreal. <laughs> where the stamps come from. So it's just, it's just a great place to go. And uh, Jude and I had tickets that we bought, you know, a year ahead of time. Actually, the Montreal Grand Prix is happening this weekend in Montreal. Oh, wow. We're not going to be able to and go to it. And this is the event that you went to, the Grand yeah, Prix. Yeah, last year. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. right. So, you know, so we had been planning on this for a long time. So the trip itself wasn't spontaneous, right? This was something that Jude and I had really researched. Yeah. I mean, I had researched and talked to him about it, you know. And forced him. And yeah. we, yeah, I held him at gunpoint. Right. Well, we were, like, really prepared for this trip and really excited. And excited about it. So, the, so but the, the issue is these things are multi-day events, uh-huh. right? So, like, yeah. so it's like a, there's Friday practice, there's Saturday practice practice and qualifying and then there's a race on sunday okay so we got tickets to all of them we got general admission so it was pretty cheap but the idea was like we were going to go down there on friday mm-hmm. and then just stay all the way through of and then come back on sunday and you know we were just incredibly all excited in. about it but shortly after buying the tickets we got an invitation to a wedding of uh, very good friends of ours um and i was also doing helping with the music for it so you couldn't say no so no so like of course i was going to go to that but mm-hmm. the problem is the wedding is on the cape and then compounding this was the fact that i had to fly to new delhi india on Monday, oh, that's after right. That, yeah, because I had to go there for Oxfam business, and so uh-huh. I was looking at basically the sort of an impossibility, you know, of like of like there's there's no way that this can possibly work out. But like because I'm an idiot and hey, spontaneous, say, and yet you I looked at that it. impossibility and you yeah. said I'm gonna do it. I did, but it got even more chaotic at the last minute because of something I'll tell you about in a second. Oh, so basically, boy. so I have rehearsal on Thursday nights typically for a choir that I sing in. Okay, and I get out pretty late. I get home after nine o'clock, and you couldn't even cancel that. No, well, we needed the money for all this freaking traveling. Patrick. You know what I mean? Right. I know yeah, I'm insane. Going. Yeah, I'm out of control. You're crazy. So, so Jude knew that like we weren't that like I, I would have loved to have gone to Friday's thing, and if we had gone to it, we would have been leaving late at night on Thursday. But because right. of this wedding, we couldn't do it. So we yes. were just going to go to the race basically on yeah. Sunday. Fine, practice. Um, Who needs to go to the practice? <laughs> right, right. I come home from rehearsal, and Jude is sitting. At ten, this is nine thirty at night. Oh. Sitting at the bottom of the stairs in his PJs with a suitcase packed. Oh. In a hat He just on. did that on his own? Yes. How old was he at this point? Uh, he, four? He was, yeah, four. Basically mm-hmm. four. It just about turned four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the suitcase was a fucking Star Wars lunchbox uh. filled with Hot Wheels toys. <laughs> and he was sitting down That's there. That's all you need. And he was like, Daddy, I couldn't sleep. I really want to go to the race. And so I was like, fuck it. We're going to this race. We're going to make this work. You're and, mad. And that was the You're moment. mad. That was the moment where I was, where like everything clicked into place. And I was like, you know what? I remember being a kid. Yep. I remember the honeymoon suite. I remember that sense of like uh, we'll figure out it. as we go, uh-huh. and we're going to hit this road, and we're going to drive all night, and we're going to find some place to stay, and it's going to be an adventure that he'll tell his friends about in yeah. twenty years, you know? Yeah, that he'll have a podcast about someday, yeah, exactly. sponsored by Stamps.com, talking about his crazy from. ass dad. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so, and Michael was like, "Are you sure this is a good idea?" And I'm like, "Nope, but we're doing it," you know. <laughs> so we get in the car, uh-huh. and I'm I'm sort of working this out of my head, like we're going to get to Montreal at like three in the morning. Which is enough time to find a motel somewhere and like get a little bit of sleep, a little and then bit, we can go mm-hmm. in the morning. You know, it won't be the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, it is um, technically doable. Yeah, it, it's something that you could you could theoretically do, right? Um, <laughs> and then come back for Saturday for the wedding. And then I was thinking, you know, there's no way we're going to make it back to Montreal again. You know, on Sunday morning, so like probably won't see the race, but we'll see some of this. Okay, stuff, you know, yeah. Um, but so we're driving, you know, through the night and into into Montreal, and and I'm like looking at hotel vacancies as we're going by, and like they're all booked, and I'm like, mm. oh, this is not looking good. And then we get to the border, and we get fucking detained for an hour and a half oh, because man. apparently it looks bad if a dad is like transporting his son across state lines in the middle of the night, and they're like, so you're coming back tomorrow, right? 
and I was like, yeah. And they're like, so you don't have a place to stay. Did you have like stay. paperwork? Did they ask for I that brought, kind of I, thing? I brought the birth okay, certificate. You did. Oh, oh, yeah. And even was, then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because apparently people fabricate this shit. So they're like, I so mean, you don't have a place to stay. You're coming back. But still, back. You're all, it's all within the law. Yeah, but it looks bad. All right. And they're like, then you're flying internationally. So if a mom did that, though, it wouldn't be a question, right? I kind of doubt it. Which, you know what? To be fair, moms are better people. So <laughs> That's also just, true. Like, dads are the only assholes I'm who do this sort that. of thing in the bat. You know what I mean? Well, who do, a, a lot like, of kidnap strange, their kids. I mean, a lot of the time, dads lose custody. Right, that's what I mean. becomes yeah. really toxic. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. All so right. I, I, I get it. And, and even as they were doing it, I was like, I want you to know I respect that you're doing this. Like, I totally just get it. Just maybe do it a little faster. But I'm really tired, and my yeah. son hasn't gone to bed yet because oh. he's so excited. How was he in this moment? Oh, he, he started crying because it was like, it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty intense. Like, the agents, oh. like, came out, and they were talking to us and looking at the birth certificate. And I was like, uh, you know, like, I, I get that this looks terrible, but, yeah. like, we really are coming back. Anyway, eventually they let us go. But by this point, like, I can see the sun kind of poking oh. on the horizon. And we still have two hours to go. What was going also, on in your head at that point? Were you, like, at any point, were you like, oh, maybe this wasn't such a good idea? Oh yeah, the whole time I was the whole the entire time I was like, "What is wrong with me? Why am I doing this?" But I was also thinking, "There's something we see. We lose this thing in society where there was a time in our existence where like people were going to genuinely uncharted territories, that's right, not knowing what they were doing, mm-hmm. purely using their survival skills to to adapt to it and reading the stars. Well, and shit. but and you're going way far back. I mean, even if you don't go that far back, and you just think about like how we got to where we are now, where every minute of our lives is planned, right? You right. know, so I I do appreciate the. There's spirit something of this. really beautiful about that, or even just like Americana, like in mm-hmm. the '60s, a family of four just hitting Route 66, and yeah, like, let's just drive until we get somewhere. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And so there was something really liberating to yes. me about, about that idea, and something that I haven't done as much as I would like to, that I'm trying to you know inculcate in our family a little more. So. um Anyway, so so we get through the border, and I realize that the only people awake in in Greater Quebec at that time of night are like the people at fast food places, and the people at fast food places, for whatever reason, in Montreal did not speak any English. They oh, all spoke really? only French. Yeah, yeah. Well, like yeah, com- I mean, com- even though I was like hotel, I don't I didn't know the word for it. You know, and my phone hadn't switched over yet, so I was like at five in the morning trying to discuss like English cognates with somebody at a Tim Hortons, oh, man. and I was like, Jude, I think. Who, who was still awake, by the way. Yeah. It's like, I think we're going to sleep in a parking lot tonight. Yeah. You know. How did he not fall asleep during that whole time in the he car? Was so excited. Also, his leg hurt, oh. which it now has become, I broke my leg. We were telling the story to somebody last week, and he's like, I broke my leg in the car. <laughs> so, dude, you did not break your you leg, You know that's okay? always going to remember I'm already it, looking like a bad father yeah, in exactly. the situation. You yeah, didn't yeah, also yeah. got a compound fracture, but he's doing that what I do. you never took him you know? to the hospital for. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? just, you're going to sleep in Power the parking lot. Power through it. Power through it, Jude. So we find a parking lot in this place called the Miami Grill, which mm-hmm. literally I chose because I was like, they probably speak some English here at least because it's, it's like an Americana restaurant, you know. Oh, they didn't, which yeah. was fine. Um, <laughs> but we like find one parking space in this thing that's open because it's like where all the early truckers were going, you know. Oh man! And pull over, and I like get out his Star Wars sleeping bag and I put yeah. it in the back seat, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna snuggle. We're gonna get sleep for an hour before everybody wakes up, and then like we'll fig- <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll get I'll get you somewhere else. Because what else could more. you do at that point? Right, we're kind of stranded. Right? Yeah. Um, and uh, basically, we, we find out that the reason that parking spot was open was because it was where all of the employees took their smoking breaks. Uh, but they didn't know we were in the car. So we're in the car and all these like Montreal people are just like leaning against it smoking. And I was like, you know what? I think we're not going to get to sleep tonight. So that's how I pulled an all nighter with my son. Yeah. And we had a fucking amazing time at this. Yeah. Race. And then we came back. I mean, completely devastatingly tired. But like, but we, but we made it work. Went to the wedding. That yep. went great. 
And then he was, and then he was like, you know, my suitcase is ready. Are we going to go to the race? Uh. And I was like, yes, we are going to go to that race. That's my boy. <laughs> so we go to the race you together. Must have been so Both proud of us so moment. tired. I was. I was like, yes, like that's what I want. Uh-huh. You know? And you still had him to by do this it. point. Well, we got sleep after the wedding. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, but we still had to get up at six to make yeah. the race. So we go to the race and have this completely unforgettable time. Um, and it's like a story that we tell people now, you know, all the time. Yeah, and you've told this in many different places yeah, now, right? Yeah, con- that's all I talk about, A basically. Formula One podcast. I, yeah, yeah, it was on a blog. In a blog, it's, yeah. It's become like a really great little part of our mythology. And like I said, Jude was telling somebody about it last week, and I was like, <laughs> he broke, he his, broke leg. his leg. But I was thinking, you know, like, that's exactly that's why I amazing. like to try to cultivate a sense of adventure in kids, because um, it's like the narrative of our lives, you know? It's unexpected. It's the narrative of our lives. The narrative of our lives. It's so true. What, so what about you? What, what are some adventurous things you've oh, done? Oh, man. I was trying to think about this beforehand. I don't, I don't think I'm an adventurous person. I, I like the idea of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, my adventures are like, hey, let's... <laughs> we've got like a, a trail in the back of our house. But it's like, it's not necessarily um, super cleared out. So we've been waiting to take the kids through it because it's like there's probably poison ivy in there and it's right. a little bit less of a trail that's been cut out. Uh-huh. Um, so, so a few weeks ago, it was getting nice out. And I was with Grace, and we just like, you know, we just decided to go for it and walk through. <laughs> but, but it was like, no, but that's an adventure, though. But that's no, it. it is, it is. It I is. know. I mean, it, I'm down. It's, it's those it, moments. It's those moments it where you're like, you We're, know what? We don't have everything we need. We didn't really think this through, but let's. And try there's, it. it's so much fun to just not over plan everything, and even just to have a weekend or a day in a weekend oh where God. you don't have a plan. I know. And you just do something. I remember reading this, this really great blog. I think it was a mom who had written it about. Uh, she spent a day or maybe part of a day with her with her kid um, just following the kid, like letting the kid decide, mm. you know. So they started by going for a walk, I think. So she, like, got it started. And then the child, and I don't recall how old, probably like a three, four-year-old, probably older than that, actually. Um, and she just, like, let the child lead her to wherever, like, to whatever yeah. they were going to do that day. And it was probably, like, you know, the park and then uh, who knows what what the brain of a child will lead you to. Um, eating it's usually stamps.com. Yeah. Where the stamps come from. <laughs> yes, they went a quick stop at the post office <laughs> to get some stamps, you know, the huge. Um, no, but that's amazing. And, and letting letting kids dictate some of this yeah. is something that I have also found is amazing. So, well, and that part, too, I yeah. also find, like, even with, um, even when we're home, I feel really strongly about um, self-play. Like, just allowing <laughs> your kids to just... <laughs> is it like baby-led weaning? <laughs> Self-play. Yeah, as opposed to playing with yourself. This was, okay, okay, this, yeah. they're different. Sure. Okay. I don't know. I've, I, that's might not even be a real term. <laughs> you got a turkey bone or something. Where your brain is at, Patrick. <laughs> so, so I really think we, um, we dictate so much of their playing nowadays, too, and I worry about that. So I say we as in, like, society. You know what I mean? We set them up into organized things right, um, right. from a very early age. And, like, I'm not downplaying. Like, some of that's awesome, but I think it's it has to be balanced with time where they actually like they can be bored and mm-hmm. they have to figure it out you know what i mean like do something you know you have a brain and an imagination and i think what comes out of that is really great like like um i'll do this you know if i have to like mow the lawn or something grace will be outside for like an hour and and she's great like for, for a little while she might she might want me to play with her or like you know do something in particular but then she'll just like i saw her at the top of like a playset that we had and she was singing into this it's a telescope you yeah. know but she used it as like a microphone and she was just like singing I love moments like that and right and it's like and that's good you want to cultivate that kind of um adaptability and also 
imagination. I, right, that part right. I feel really strongly about. And the ability to not be reliant on other people to make plans for you and exactly. to tell you what you should and shouldn't do. Because I, I love like when Jude has moments like that where I catch him like speaking in different voices and oh, like, it's using the best. his hands and I'm like, oh, he's like pretending there's something happening. Yeah. I'm just sitting there and like watching him while I'm like ostensibly reading a book or something. Right, I'm, right, I'm really right. just like watching oh, him. Oh, I know. I love that. Where you're just like watching them, you know, behind a curtain or it's something. amazing. Yeah. From a trash can. Yeah. yeah from, from the Tommy Tippy. <laughs> I don't know why behind a curtain. That's <laughs> yeah, so creepy. Sketchy. Just like holding a knife and staring <laughs> at the child. <laughs> Um, Grace that, does that with books. She'll, she'll be in another room and have like a stack of books and be reading them, you know, yeah. with quotation marks. Right. Um, and just making up totally like gobbledygook. I don't even, every now and then I'll hear a phrase that's like English, but right. I don't know where she's going with it, but I love it. It's just so great to watch a kid do that. It really is. Yeah. And I, I noticed it in Henry too, even. It, actually, probably more with Henry because Jude has gotten to the point now where because he's he's a lot like me um, in terms of per- his personality like we're kind of always doing a lot of stuff you yeah. know and we we like to like like I said have adventures and do crazy shit you know right so so because I'm usually the one who sort of throws the ideas out there like he kind of has been looking to me more lately for that yeah and I've and so I've tried to stop doing it actually mm. to a degree because sometimes he's like daddy like what are we gonna do now and I'm like. I don't know, do whatever you want to do. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> yeah, and, then totally. like, and then he's like, but it's boring. And I'm like, well, make it not boring. Right. This is your chance exactly. to do that. You know? yeah, yeah. But Henry, uh, because uh, probably partly because he doesn't understand everything, of you know, course. just being said, like sometimes he'll get bored if I'm reading a book out loud or something, and he'll kind of go off and do his own thing. And then I'll just see him like making little stacks of things. And I'm like, oh, man. It's that's so cool. I love moments like that. Yeah. yeah, totally. So yesterday we were at Walden Pond, where you and I were recently. Yeah, um, yeah. And we were hiking there with some friends. And... um on the back of the pond, there's a couple of these smaller beaches that are more secluded. And I, we had a moment where I, I noticed that Jude was like kind of looking at the ground after he came back in from the water. Mm-hmm. And it like came back to me in this rush. Like what a, an exhilarating experience it was to be a kid and be looking at sand. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we forget about that because we never look. so but, true. But it, so I like got, I laid on my stomach next to him. And I was like, let's like get really close to the sand and like see everything we can find in there. And we were like digging around and finding little like centipedes and like yeah. moving rocks and seeing what was under them and like making right. sand. The drawings. world is still so new to them. Still, you know, right. it's like a place to be explored. You're right. You just kind of like forget. You take you do take that stuff for granted. Yeah, and like that is so. Like we were talking about when you and Grace took that little mini hike. Yeah, like that's a moment of genuine adventure, even if it's on a small scale. I love it. Just not knowing exactly what you're doing or where you're going. Right, and being like, let's spend 15 minutes and like look at sand together and. Figure out what's going on. And remember also what that was like as kids when, you know, you get a little bit older and you hang out with other kids in your neighborhood and you just Mm -hmm. like, you just outside. Do you, did you have that experience? Oh my God. Yeah. Like that, that is also something, I don't know again how much of this is like us being old people saying, you know, back in my day, (laughs) it doesn't feel different. I know this is something that I talk about with people all the time and I'm sure we've talked about in the show, but it feels so different now. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, there were times where I would just, just disappear. (laughs) Like, I would just not be home. I don't think I told my You'd mom. You'd get into a car and just disappear <laughs> like, for a few Anybody weeks. want to give me some candy yeah, in exactly, a van? exactly, right. But I would just, like, be gone. And then, you know, and I would just, and not even, like, making plans with people. I'd just be, like, walking in the neighborhood. and Because yeah. there would be other kids doing that, too. <laughs> just walking around. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, Will hey, you, you guys want to go hiking? Me? Yeah. yeah, right. Please. <laughs> Nobody talk to me. But, like, there would always be other kids doing the same thing. And we'd right. be like, hey, let's go for a bike ride, you know? And yeah. it was not, like, this pre-planned thing. And then we'd be gone for, like, two hours at a time. Yeah. And come back from the wilderness with ticks everywhere and be yeah. fine, you know? <laughs> like, yesterday I was talking to my friend Greg about this when we were on this hike. I was like, you know, because we were checking for ticks, mm-hmm. you know, like our kids um, and each other. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, we, we wow, were, like, okay, really trying to keep to up creepy. with it. Yeah. You know, like, 
And I, when I was a kid, I don't remember ever right? worrying about that. I know. And I had ticks as a kid. Or sun. I'm so paranoid about sunblock with the yeah, kids. Me Bethany too. always makes fun of me with this because it's like you know you want them to get some sun. It's sun. It's vitamin D and all that stuff. But uh, with babies now, especially you're you're told like you know they have such thin skin and, and they just get, get melanoma like you know so yeah easily. they're like vampires basically you know yeah um, but it is a little ridiculous like you know. I don't know. I do have well, a hard time. We can talk about that with the irrational, the irrational fear episode yeah, too. I, I guess I think it all comes back to that irrational that. fears right, episode. But like, but why has that happened to us as a society? Is it because we're, we just talk more about potential things that could go wrong or we're more aware of it yeah. because of the internet? And-, and the thing is, I have to imagine that every generation feels like they know a lot more about the dangers mm-hmm. and, and actually health generally, like the right and wrong things to do with taking care of your kids. So they probably right. all experienced this where they got more and more like involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess like you want to hold on to the parts that are good. You know, you do want to put sunblock on your kids, but right. you don't want to be so like paranoid and, and um, anxious about it all, I guess. Cause like, I hate the fact that when we come home from hiking and we hike four times a week, yeah. I hate that. We always like right thing. away, like everybody take your clothes off. We got to check for ticks. Like, yeah. you know, and then it's like this 10 minute like stressful thing and like getting the shower, you know, and we're like frantically trying to find them because like I've met people with serious Lyme issues from yeah. it. Yeah. Like yeah. It just, it's scary. It's, a re- it's an actual thing. Yes. But like we can't yes. go outside now without having to think about that. I know. And I like, do you remember when you were a kid, just like how glorious it was to just be dirty? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like the simple I mean, beauty. To an extent, I say, yeah, I think <laughs> Bethany and I talk about this a lot because she was had a much different upbringing in terms of that, like to being totally OK with just, you know, being outside all day and getting dirty. Whereas, right. Right. Um, my mom was a little bit more of a, a neat freak and, you know, very like <laughs> made us wash our hands. And mm-hmm. I didn't go on like the camping trip in fifth grade. Oh, really? Um, you know, and not just for cleanliness reasons. There was, <laughs> there was a lot more going on there. But uh, so I was kind of like, you know. Oh, I didn't quite grow up in a bubble, but <laughs> right, right. Um, I didn't get as dirty as probably some of the other kids, and of just, course, that's that is now reflected in the way that I uh, interact with my kids to an extent. Well, how so? Well, like you know, just the way you can tell when I feed Luke versus when um, Bethany does, or you know that sort of thing. Like I'll just be more inclined to keep him clean along the way, whereas right. she's like, you know, let him get totally right, messy. Um, right. And it's fine. It's not like too far to an extreme for either of us you know and she's helped me be more okay with that and you, um, but you probably also helped her be a little bit cleaner a little before it a, little gets a little neater. bit neater yeah. yeah right like I, I, <laughs> a little bit more of a, a bit an adult more of a human yeah exactly um happy anniversary brother <laughs> uh, I, I i noticed that with micah too because micah in this situation is yeah. is the you again you guys must have okay. very similar personality functions yeah in, yeah in yeah respective relationships so so she like like i there's always a moment when we finally get the kids to bed before I have to go do my other shit that I do at night, you know, or, or yeah. before she has to get on her studying, you know, where we have like a little bit of time to hang out together. Yeah. And I'm always like so desperate to get that. I'm, I'm like, please, like, let's just like snuggle it's on the precious, couch and like watch time. like the one episode of something. Um, but she can't do that comfortably until she like cleans the stuff that's, up that's from the me. floor, right? Exactly, that's me. Whereas I can't, I, I'm I can't like, relax. I'm going to clean it up. Like we're going to clean it up, but like, but let's do that yeah. before bed. And you just say get it that, over Patrick, with. but are you? <laughs> but I are you? I don't. You I don't say even, that, I don't and then the next day comes and it's still there. <laughs> I know how that God goes. Damn you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it is a mental health thing where I mean I don't I don't mean that like uh, you have to do it it's just the way that it works for people like that right right um, and she was brought up it's hard her to mom relax was very specific about that as yeah, well right yeah, like exactly like, and it's not like my parents were slovenly but yeah. but it wasn't this instant kind of cleanup thing right. it was more like we will we will do it you know yes. 
and it's true. Like I will do it before I go to bed, but it uh-huh. might just be you know after I want to like have the time now. But she can't relax. Yeah. until she gets that done. It's a tough balance, you it know. But that's balance, the thing yeah. with any marriage. It's like you help each other grow, and right. there's like some compromise. And there I've in noticed good ways. that she has helped me see the benefit in getting things done quickly like that because yeah. n- now I notice that like for example after we eat like I do the dishes before we hang out. You yeah. Know, after work like just little things like that. So there's definitely something to be said washing for dishes it. can be adventurous too, <laughs> in its in its own beautiful way. <laughs> Um, and I actually, I do feel like uh, it's good to have obviously balance yeah. in everything, yeah. right? And, yeah. And I and I think that the best, like the kids that grew up the most well adjusted, are kids who aren't our are, kids, are, have nothing to do with <laughs> either of us. Kids who who are able to sort of see both sides of things and and they know that like that there's an equilibrium yeah, yeah. that like it's okay if you know that, that that you can grow up a lot of different ways in the world. But, That's yeah, right. but when I was a kid, I, I mean, I was. I, I loved nothing more than coming home with like grass stains on my pants yeah. and like mud under my fingernails, having climbed trees and, you know, having ants on me and, and like being, Ugh, and having I hate like, ants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they kind of suck. But like, but the idea no, of no, like, um, I hear playing you. And I'm, that's growing on it. me lately. You know, even as I do gardening and more outdoor projects yeah. and stuff, like I do actually, I've come to appreciate that more doesn't than it feel I used good? to. It does. It does. And, it really and, does. And it feels like happen. it's how we're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Right. right. Especially as people who work in an office sitting all day, you know, yeah. it's, it's actually, it's like, it's not good for us. We know that now, right? Based right. on whatever studies, but. Even though in a lot of ways it's, it's, you know, like, I mean, when you think about it from like a microbial standpoint, well, we're yeah. in a very clean Less situation. Less people are dying, so there there's no that. predators to attack us, you know, that we know <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas like outside, there's obviously a lot more risk. There's many more things can go wrong. But That's at the right. same time, it's it actually, this kind of comes back full circle to what I was talking about with the sense of adventure is in that more things can go wrong mm-hmm. if you if you are spontaneous and, and you do so give exciting. into it and you do jump in the dirt and roll around and play and tick infested things and not necessarily <laughs> it sounds so disgusting I know but without without being paranoid about it you know that's right like it, like it's sort of the equivalent of making sure you hit the number one TripAdvisor rated restaurant when you go to a city it's the same thing as making sure that you will get the ticks away as soon as you get there because you know that this type of foliage tends to like harbor yeah. and then thinking about that and being like we have to make sure we make it on time we have to get right. to that restaurant but that's a reservation always thinking about the next thing too right and there's something beautiful about letting go of that sometimes mm-hmm. and just playing and just being open and being like you know what like maybe I'll get a tick we'll figure that out afterwards there, there's, and, you know. there may be more risk there but I'm hearing so much reward too yeah. of that you know because like you said I totally I think you're right it's the things that you remember yeah um, for better or worse you know the things that go good or the things that go bad it's the things that are like break away from the pattern it's things that are different you know yeah and I, I think there's something in there you gotta about spice it up. You gotta, you gotta spot that. Up. <laughs> there's something in there about life. About you know, life, life is, in, in my opinion, best lived when it is experienced. Mm. You know, yeah. And may, maybe that's not the same. Such for wise everybody. words. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like a Hallmark card. Yeah. But I feel like a, a lot of people probably don't feel like that. There are probably a lot of people who really thrive, as you were saying, on patterns and really just love the idea of the rhythm of mm-hmm. life being mm-hmm. very steady. You know. I and think that's so, totally valid. I think we fall into it and not necessarily in a conscious way. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like as we grow older, too, the patterns emerge because, like, you have to keep life straight. Um, and, like, so much of what we do, are doing here, I think about this in terms of, like, why we're doing this show. Mm-hmm. I feel like <laughs> we all, we're all, like, zombies in a way. I mean, I, I, that's a really judgmental, like, negative way of saying it. But <laughs> we, we, with, if, we, if we fail to be aware of these day-to-day issues... We do just like go with the flow with the horde of zombies. Yeah, um, eat other people's brains. You know, <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, we're but, not supposed to do that. Yeah, exactly. 
And it's like when you stop and actually reflect, I guess that's the thing, it, a lack of introspection or reflection in life. That's yeah. the thing that I, I try to be really careful about in my own life. You know, for a while I was blogging because that was a helpful way for me to do it. And people have all different ways of doing this, whether mm-hmm. it's an art form or, or um, a diary or whatever it or is. Or this podcast. Like or, that's, and to me, yeah. a big part of why I look forward to this every week is there's a chance to do that. Exactly. Because for, for you and I, like we're actually working through this stuff. You know, again, this is not pre-prepared. <laughs> we do not know, <laughs> I know where it's going. I know it's a surprise. Going. I yeah, know this sounds exactly. so scripted. I know we always drop some profound, you know, ending yeah. here. It's like a fable each episode. It, yeah. And the moral is <laughs> turkeys are scared. But we don't know where it's going. We don't know what we're, you know, if what we're saying is like at all uh, right or the sort of instructions on how to live a meaningful life. The, the point is just that by being a little bit more aware of it, we can break out of that zombie thing where we do just like fall into the same day-to-day stuff and don't necessarily stop and smell the roses I guess <laughs> yeah and and that's like as you're saying part of what's great about this show for me uh, and I think for you is that it is like we, we it's not like we go into it with no idea of what we're going to talk about right like, we think a little bit we have we have a topic in mind and then we we specifically make room for the conversation to go where it goes and that's the adventure right yeah, yeah so yeah. it's so like with Montreal like it's not like we didn't know we were going to the race like we planned that out right but it's it's when we got there there were vicissitudes that we didn't anticipate and those gave us a chance to do crazy shit that was fun and yeah. difficult and and it's fun. It's it's interesting, you know. Having gotten so much more into podcasting over the past year in my life, mm-hmm. I've really I remember very early on being paralyzed with the sense of like we're not going to get to everything we planned to talk about. Like, yeah, is that okay? Yeah. And lightening up on that and realizing that the journey is more important than just again these Hallmark cards they're just <laughs> pouring out of me. But the journey is more important than you're where we're right, going. Though. Right? I agree. That's, That's fun. You helped me with that with this podcast because you know it's like you, you do something new in life and you feel like. Okay, I, I need to produce this at a certain level or else it's not worth putting out. Right. And clearly, as you can hear from us, this is not at a high bar. The quality <laughs> of the show is not, you know, super high. Um, I'm just kidding. I actually think it's pretty good. <laughs> it sucks. Um, <laughs> and it's like, th- that's not the point, though, you know? Right, right. And it's just like working through the stuff that we're working through. Hopefully, people are enjoying it. Um this is like a life conversation this has turned into right now. Right, yeah, this, this episode is way <laughs> off track. But it's true. And and the, the perfect lives are not the interesting lives, right? Yeah. When you yeah. read when you read a biography, do you want to read that like they did everything by the book and it was correct <laughs> and they planned everything out and they it's died true. at eighty nine of natural causes? Yeah. And every, no, you, you want to read about interesting shit, you know? You and want I'm to, really just living fun. my life in order to get it written down at some point by someone, right? <laughs> Some, so that somebody's going to write this down. Yeah. How crazy would it be if that actually happened? <laughs> like, if someday some future, like, astronaut is, yeah. is like, from my t-shirt. Astronaut? Yeah, I don't know why. I'm, I'm picturing, at this point, we've colonized other planets. And of course. Back, okay, And, and they're, like, they're like, this document, you know, like, it's a time long forgotten. <laughs> it could happen. Come here, Jim, listen to this. What are these turkeys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apple, listen to these prehistoric <laughs> apes talk What about. language is this? They're not good at it. <laughs> oh man! But, I don't um, know. I appreciate this though. The adventure thing. I'm going to work on it. Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking. I, I really. It's like it's hard for me to think of good examples. But I do remember the other day we had no plan, and all of a sudden we got a text from some friends about going out for ice cream, and we and we just decided to do it. You know, and I'm laughing. I love how that's so spontaneous <laughs> for you. Oh my god. How did you manage? And then we drove to Montreal to get the ice cream because <laughs> right. you know they're the, the only ones who have really good ice right. cream. Um, but you know, I'll I'll work on it, Patrick. I'll well, let you know. I'll give, I'll give you a couple a couple quick tips. Give, as we give close. me some hands. A, a, yeah, couple, yeah, yeah. a couple things that I've just I love noticed. Um, one is to is to like try to take long weekends. Yeah. when you can in general because it's a chance to do something. It, it, again, it breaks up the pattern. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
it's not not hugely difficult with work because usually Mondays, well, Fridays especially, are usually not super productive. But Mondays right. too, you know, you're kind of catching up on stuff. So it's easy to do in terms of, you know, life planning. Um, so like long weekends are a great opportunity to take a trip, for example, to New Hampshire, which we do quite a lot and which we'll talk about yeah, in another yeah. episode. But things that, you know, are within driving distance, but you have to like plan for it a little bit. You have to like have a place to stop on the way. Just you know, a sense of like, you know, spontaneity in that regard. Right. Um, also really trying to like, to I, I, like when we, when we do these trips, I try to make two things really clear to the kids. Um, I try to make it clear that uh, things are that we don't know exactly what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that like mm-hmm. that we're going to try stuff out, you know, and that yeah. like that's fun. Like the experience of trying stuff out can be really fun. And if and if it doesn't go well, it's okay to like admit that and be like, all right, that that wasn't the best restaurant. This was a to terrible go to. day. Yeah, like I don't know why we went there. <laughs> um, but the other thing is to to really for, to really project the sense of it being okay for that to happen for things to not go the way you anticipated yeah. and to get in a situation where you're not totally sure what to do and to admit that and to be like you know right. what I don't know what to do in this situation but let's talk about it you know and see yeah. and see where we can get to so putting yourself in new situations where you have to figure it out and bringing the kids into that and showing them that it's not a cause for panic and they're participants know? in that right it's, yeah, they're not just right. like looking to you to do you know to make all the decisions exactly or, mm-hmm. and and doing what they say even if even if you know it's not necessarily the best thing to do yeah. like even if they're like you know let's go it's, it's four o'clock and they want to get dinner at this stupid thing you know and, yeah. and I'm like you know what Let's do it. Like, let's fucking get an early dinner <laughs> right. and see what it's like. Why you know? not? Uh-huh. And we'll bring our cards and we'll have fun at the table and we can spread it out over two hours. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and so in, in my experience, that's been a really good thing. So I'd say long weekends and projecting a sense of spontaneity being embraceable and also not being a cause for panic, you know? Yeah. And yeah. being open that when you are stressed out about something. Like, for example, I was I was really stressed out on Montreal going. going How could you going, not be? I mean, that was a really genuinely. Like, I, I make it sound like it was this You've probably lost thing. a year of your life in that <laughs> Yeah, it was moment. it was really kind of freaky. Yeah. And also, I didn't even mention this, but our car had a the the chip in the car of the ECU kick crapped out in the middle of it. So we actually stalled in the middle of Montreal oh in the middle God. of the night in the middle of a busy road uh, uh, with the phone not working. And I was like, I was like, okay, this this was, that was the moment where I was like, this was not a good idea. Uh, um, but like, I restarted and we you know got going and you were again fine and, and we were okay. And I told you that like I was stressed out about that. So that way, like when I was kind of like you know terse with him. Mm-hmm. He knew that, like, it's it's because Dad's stressed out and he's trying to figure this out. It's not because he doesn't want to talk to me, you right? Know? Right. And um, and I think that's like about the best we can do with our kids is is to show them that, like, as we're as we like beings. to say on this show, we're just winging it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We have a plan. It doesn't always happen the way we think it's going to happen. And when that and when that is the case, it's a real chance for beauty and spontaneity. Mm. Well said. Sponsored by I don't have anything to add there, <laughs> except you should really go get your stamps. You should. <laughs> Who wants to wait in line these days? And go mail some stuff. Whatever it is that you're mailing these days, just I have no lick idea. it and send it. Yeah, just lick it and send lick it. Lick it and send it. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm excited to have some adventures this summer. Me too. You know, maybe I'll go like a little bit further for my ice cream or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to go to CVS? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not on the planner. We don't oh, deviate. Oh man. All right. Thanks, man. Talk to you fun. soon. Right, bye. Thanks. Bye. bye.